Hi, and welcome to the I Meet Hotel podcast with industry updates, expert guests, and musings on what the future of travel and hospitality might look like. Every week, we'll bring you a new topic we find interesting through our work in this business with your host, Christian Lipinski, and me, Rachel Bathgate. We also want to hear from you. If there's something you'd like us to talk about on one of our next episodes, email us at info at imeethotel.com or find us on LinkedIn at imeethotel. Hello and welcome to I Meet Hotel, the podcast. Now, I'm your host, Christian Lipinski. Now, our guest this week has been a longtime friend to I Meet Hotel. If you didn't catch her either on our Destination UK or our short-term rentals edition, you can find her presentations on imeethotel.com slash content. So take the time to check them out. Uh, and now, please welcome to the show the founder and managing director of Abode PR, Jessica Gillingham. Jessica, it's great to have you on today. How are you? I'm really well, Christian. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Absolutely. I was uh, actually looking forward to getting you on the podcast. Um, but let's let's get into it because we know each other uh, quite well. But for our listeners, um, maybe you want to give us briefly a quick overview of your background and, of course, about PR and what you guys do there. Absolutely, Christian. And I want to just say that the viewers can't actually see us right now, but if they could, they'd see that you were wearing a Christmas jumper and a Christmas hat. <laughs> and the season. We had a bit of a giggle. It's the season. We had a bit of a giggle about that earlier. Um, and um, yeah, so thank you so much for having me on the show. And I'll give you um, a, a quick overview of me and Abode PR and, and why I'm in the industry and how I got into the industry. Mm. And I am the founder and managing um, director of, of Abode PR. And we are a very specialist tech PR and content marketing agency working with tech companies that are operating in the short-term rental, the hotel, and then also some other real estate industries. And we've been going for five years. We work globally, um, although we are based in the UK, but almost all of our clients are in Europe or or North America. Mm -hmm. And we... Um, we, we started off five years ago being real specialists in the short-term rental space. And prior to founding Abode PR, I actually worked in, in, in a variety of different industries. I started in travel and, um, and, and so I worked in PR in the travel industry. And then about 11 years ago, I, I kind of had a long held dream about starting up a booking platform myself. So a platform, a travel platform that enabled uh, people in the UK to book cottage holidays in Canada. You know, if you kind of picture the sort of the beautiful cabins and lakes that that are in Canada. And it was, I felt at the time, this is way before kind of Airbnb was growing or the book, other booking platforms um, were available. And I, uh, so I started a travel business 11 years ago that was, that, that was family holidays and cottages in Canada. Now, my skills are in marketing and PR. They're not in product or, um, you know, any kind of um, anything that the other skills that you need to run a travel business. So it didn't quite fully take off, although it did well for a while and it was a guardian startup of the year and it, and it won mm-hmm. a couple of awards. But what that um showed me is it it was just at the beginning of the kind of the real growth that we've seen in the short-term rental industry that we've seen now and it kind of started you know 10 years ago and i saw that there was a real opportunity 
for a specialist PR agency to, to launch, to work with all the tech companies that were kind of coming into the space, all the innovation, all the, um, the suppliers that were coming in to the short-term rental space. So I um, started Abode PR and we specialized in short-term rentals. Now, subsequently, we, have worked, we now work with uh, hotel technology companies and then also prop tech companies that, that, um, that uh, supply solutions to other parts of real estate. Mm-hmm. But our kind of initial call was short-term rentals. So that is, that is a kind of an area that I know really well and um, I'm really happy, happy to talk about and to be in. And we work with many of the sort of the leading global uh, software uh, companies, as well as a couple of hardware companies that that specialize in 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 the industries that we work in. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a what an incredible journey! Uh, just to hear that kind of background of where it started. So, as an expert in the short term rental industry, uh, what are your thoughts on why the sector has performed so well over the last couple of challenging years? And what factors do you think have contributed to the sector's growth and professionalism? Oh, it's a really good question, Christian. And firstly, I I actually try not to say, although maybe I did in the intro, I try not to say I'm an expert because, you know, nobody really is an expert. We definitely specialize and we have a huge amount of knowledge. But actually, our expertise and my company's expertise is in is in PR. But we are very, very knowledgeable on 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 the short term rental industry. And we've you know, it's been a, such an interesting um, two years. So, you know, in March 2020, I think we all know, you know, what happened. Travel came to a standstill. You know, nobody knew what was going to happen. It, it, was, it was a very scary, difficult time for a lot of companies. And the short-term rental industry had, had, a, had a, I guess there, there was a choice then as well. There was a choice of how to respond to, to the pandemic. And, um, and obviously the short-term rental industry is global. So, so the way that it's impacted businesses has really depended on, on several factors, where their properties are located, like obviously, clearly, uh, properties that are in leisure markets and resort markets, you know, by the coast, away from cities, they've done really well over the last 18 months because that's where once we were allowed to travel, that's where we were going. You know, we were going to places that were away and they were not in cities. The short-term rental market within cities has had a different experience. But if I talk in a more general way, I think some of the factors that have um, helped the short-term rental and, and, you know, it's grown hugely in um, the last 18 months and the awareness of short-term rentals has also grown. So those consumers, those guests that previously would never have thought to stay in, in a, you know, basically a self-catering accommodation Mm -hmm. because of the pandemic, you know, they'd always be at resorts or they'd always be at hotels. But some of those um, guests started to look at short-term rentals for the, for the real and perceived safety that, Mm -hmm. that had about them, you know, no communal areas, the ability to shut your front door and not have to see anybody else. The ability to have space that, that where you can work from home or school your children from home. So there are huge benefits to vacation and short-term rentals that hotels haven't been able to have. You know, who wants to spend, you know, a significant amount of time in a hotel room with their family when they're trying to work and homeschool, etc. Mm-hmm. So that's been one of the reasons. It, it, it's um, it, it, it's circumstantial. You know, it's circumstantial. But then there's other things. You know, it's the fact that 
with international travel, you know, for the large part of 18 months has actually come to a halt. You know, it's opened in bits and, and it's certainly opening now, but it, you know, may close back down again now. But the drive to markets have been strong. Mm. So vacation rentals that are in drive to destinations where you literally just need to get in a drive, you know, in your car yeah. and get to them have performed really strongly. Now, another aspect of the fact that uh, short-term rentals have grown and, and have come out stronger has been the technology that, um, that, that, that many in the industry use in order to, um, or are certainly adopting. Mm. You know, technology adoption has accelerated over the last 18 months. And, you know, there's a McKinsey study that says something like, um, in uh, the first eight weeks of the pandemic, that our, our adoption of technology, uh, you know, was five years in eight weeks. And if you think right. about it, you know, all our grandmothers were on Zoom doing Zoom calls with <laughs> us. And, you know, we were, our children were all suddenly yeah. learning on, on Google Meets, you know, that, and, and suddenly we're paying cards for everything rather than cash. You know, the, the use of technology just, just absolutely accelerated in a short period of time. And that's also within properties as well and within yeah. staying in short-term rentals. So using... Um, keyless entry, uh, whether that's, um, uh, you know, the, the, or the different kinds of aspects that you can sure. use. So instead of hosts coming and letting you into a property, it became really normal and, and actually really desired to be able to access a, pro a property remote, you know, from not actually having a key, but having mm -hmm. a key code or, um, you know, another, another way of using that technology. Sure. Um, and then, uh, so, so that was, that has been part of the, um, the reason that short-term rentals have been able to kind of have a real heyday. And actually, I think what was happening is that, uh, and, and we can see it in the investment that's been going into the sector, you know, even before the pandemic, that um, it, it is a growing burgeoning sector. And all that's happened over the 18 months is that that, that growth has accelerated and that awareness of them, as, if you think about them as a sort of asset class, I mean, mm. it sounds very cold to say it like that, but as a product, the awareness has increased because of what's been happening in the last 18 months. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more. And it's, uh, you know, with I mean hotel, I speak to hotels, I, I speak to technology providers. Um, you know, there's been so many different kinds of startups or different techs that been been coming out. And, and I just want to kind of back up a little bit because you mentioned some technologies, which I think is really interesting. Um, you know, some are birthed out of the you know pandemic. Uh, you know, keyless entry just went through the roof uh, because of the pandemic. And I kind of wanted to ask you, um, you know, there's a lot of different technology solutions to drive efficiency and profitability. Um, and again, like I said, it's been accelerated uh, due to the pandemic. Uh, and then there's so much out there, but you know, what do you think uh, from from your side or your opinion? Uh, what are the most innovative tech developments in the short-term rental industry right now that you think is uh, important to look at? Yeah, it's interesting. And I'm just going to talk about keyless entry. So we uh, worked with a leading tech provider. We actually have worked with two um, leading tech providers in keyless entry. And prior to the pandemic, it was always quite a it was a bit of a struggle to get the, the press to really cover the the, um, the the benefits of keyless entry. You know, they weren't terribly interested. Within a really short period of time, of the pandemic started. Suddenly, it was the hot topic. You know, and it was it was really easy to get stories placed. And mm. and and now, you know, keyless entry is a given almost. You know, it's 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 just part of the lexicon of our language. 
Um, but the, the question that you you asked, you know, what what's exciting about what's coming up and what um, is, uh, you know, what are the things that that we should be looking at in, in, in the industry? And I think that there's um, and basically tech, tech, tech providers, they're providing a solution to a problem. Mm-hmm. And so any of the, the problems. So so short term rental property management management is a difficult business. It's not an easy business. To, to do you know if you think about a hotel a hotel has x amount of rooms in right. one building they all look the same or almost the same they're all within one location you know one building obviously it might be a franchise or have um you know different uh, hotels in different cities or whatever but for the most part it's a relatively easy beast to manage right. compared to short-term rentals with short-term rentals a property manager their, their units could be scattered all over, you know, a, a city. They could be scattered all over a resort location. They could be scattered, you know, across town from each other. So managing them, and they're all different. So, so each unit, unless you have condos in Florida or something, each unit is going to be different. It's going to look different inside. The assets are also owned by individuals for the most part. Mm-hmm. So obviously this is different if we look at, you know, the, the master lease or other types of, um, kind of buildings that might be in it that, that, that do seem more like apart hotels but for vacation rentals the traditional vacation rentals they're all different so so actually operating this as a structure isn't is not easy so technology can make it easier for the property managers you know not only make it easier but also make it more cost cost uh, effective yeah. and also more efficient so you know, we work um, with a company that does uh, all the software for the cleaning, all the workflows, so all the communicating between housekeepers, between maintenance, etc. So there's kinds of technology that you can manage all of your housekeeping and maintenance, mm-hmm. and also safety aspects. And that's really exciting because it just kind of takes away a whole level of stress and um, difficulty from property managers. And then also there's technology now that uh, that means communicating with your, not just your guests, but also your staff is so much easier. You know, you can do it through apps and, and you know, more than just doing it through WhatsApp, you know, it can be proper communication that you can link to bookings, et cetera. And that's a game changer. There's now technology that allows for guests to, to, to buy extra things from you. So in, an, in effect, a short-term rental operator, a vacation rental operator can start to really offer that concierge service mm-hmm. to, its, to its customers, to its guests, by allowing them to buy extra extra things, which traditionally they would never have done through, through a short-term rental operator. And that might be you know, early check, mm-hmm. check-in, late check-out, hampers, extra cleans, day trips, etc. You know, all of that um, can come in. So for me, the technology that not only allows for the operations to be smoother for Mm -hmm. the operator, but also allows for a better experience for the guest, uh, you know, are the things that are really exciting. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, I think, uh, yeah, there's a lot of really useful technologies, as you mentioned out there. Uh, but that, you know, brings me to the flip side of that. Um, now, do you think that this tech boom will sustain or flatten out as travel comes back? I mean, uh, think about post-pandemic. Uh, do you reckon that, you know, we'll go back to the ways of doing things in 2019, pre-pandemic, uh, in terms of technology? Or do you think, like, this self-checking kind of uh, and different technologies are going to stick around that was just something waiting and the pandemic just accelerates something that was going to happen. Yeah, I, it's the second bit. The the pandemic has just accelerated. They will, they, you know, there might be a slowing down. You know, as mm. innovation is usually comes about when there's real challenge and there's real friction. So as friction and challenge lessens, then innovation will lessen. And I don't see that happening for a while. But um, I think what, what will happen is that we will expect more and more from technology. Mm. And if you think about it, when you go and stay somewhere that's not your home, but you're, you're, you're wanting it to feel like home, you, you expect the technology, for the most part, that you have within your home. So as consumers, as we are all experiencing and expecting more technology within our own homes, for the lighting, the heating, you know, whatever it might be, then we will want more of that when we travel, not less. Right. So I think, so So from a guest perspective, that convenience, and, and also if we look at luxury, luxury for many isn't necessarily about the, you know, the, the 300 um, um, thread count on the, on the, on the, on the sheets. Mm -hmm. It's about convenience and flexibility. So the more that technology allows us to have convenience and flexibility, the more we'll want that. Mm -hmm. No, I, I completely agree. Uh, I had a, a podcast, uh, interview with, uh, an owner founder of a luxury short-term rentals. And this is what she talked about having the comforts uh, of home uh, to this place that you go. And this is why people are more and more keen to look at uh, short-term rentals. Uh, I just want to shift gears a little bit right now. As you know, one recent development has been the convergence of short-term rentals in hotels as they increasingly compete on more of a level playing field. Uh, do you have any insight into the different business models that are emerging as a result of this change? So it's, uh, it's interesting to look at. So before the pandemic, we did have some hotel brands coming into the vacation rental space and some of it, you know, not very successfully, but sort of maybe, well, I don't know, was it about a year? I, I actually can't remember the date, but um, the Mar Marriott came in and launched their homes and villas mm. brand, which you know, by all accounts is, is, is doing well. It's still going. It's, you know, there's lots of properties there. It, it's, there's obviously a market for it. And so we've seen, so we're seeing different things. We're seeing hotels come in and actually, right, we're going to do a brand that is vacation rentals like homes and villas. We're also seeing hotels developing uh, units that have kitchens in there. So, so you know, using um, some of the space they have in order to have some uh, like apart hotels, so some self catering within their um, within their actual buildings. Mm -hmm. I think, and you know, I'm hearing from some of our customers that uh, that they're hearing from some of their customers that that's even more so. You know, like motels that are distressed, that aren't you know that that aren't selling very well, are looking at the the returns on mm -hmm. whether they put kitchens in. Sure. You know, whether they put kitchens in their unit, will they will they get longer bookings will they get more bookings will they get bookings at higher value 
you know so this is kind of happening we're seeing that that convergence as well is that short-term rentals are also looking to do things or you know traditional short-term rental operators are looking to do things that might look more like a hotel or might look more like suites rather than actual um you know condos or or houses and things like that We're, we've also seen hospitality brands come in that kind of are really a cross between a, um, a hotel and a short-term rental they, they sure. look like a short-term rental but they have the branding and the consistency of a hotel so that real kind of convergence and and there's there's not a sort of there's not necessarily and, and even more as we go along will there be a demarcation between what's a hotel and what's a short-term rental mm-hmm. no uh, and technology i'll just yeah. talk about technology yeah, yeah, yeah. um when uh, before the pandemic all of the software companies that we worked with in the short-term rental space they had you know they never talked about moving into hotels so they never talked about hotel customers you know it wasn't it was short-term rentals that's it we're going after the property managers mm-hmm. when the pandemic hit you know i would say gosh probably a good third of the software companies that we worked with when then looking at the hotel market you know they were they, their actual solution they realized was suitable not just for their traditional vacation rental operators but also for the hotel the boutique hotel operators so that convergence is there tech companies you know they've broadened their 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 customer base mm-hmm. yeah and i think um you know to to kind of follow up on what you were saying about um, you know, these uh, motels and things like this, installing kitchens and trying to uh, take the, uh, you know, the um, idea that the short-term rentals are using to attract customers and trying to uh, install them in their rooms to kind of get a part of that market. I mean, things like little things like USB ports uh, in hotel rooms, they're impossible to find, you know, and so, you know, there's little things that hotels can do in order to uh, attract those because what we see from what I hear is people are traveling less, but they're traveling for a longer period of time. So this is another reason why I see short-term rentals as more uh, appealing as a traveler is if I'm going to travel for a lot longer time, I want a little bit more comfort uh, like I'd find in my own home. Um, I wanted to ask you uh, as a boat PR and as a PR guru, we can't, uh, we can't finish this uh, episode without asking you for some tips on how businesses in the sector can be, build awareness uh, and a good reputation for through targeted PR and content creation. Uh, any secrets you'd like to share with us? Any tips? I think the the most important um, concept that you that, that one needs to grasp for PR is that you do actually have to have a story, and you you have to be able to provide real insight to the marketplace. Now that insight comes from ideally a mix of opinion you know strong opinion but backed up by data so backed up by actual facts and being able to pull those two together makes you a thought leader in your space and and being a thought leader like a genuine thought leader you know somebody who or a company that's really providing valuable content and valuable insight to the industry is is something to 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 really um uh to really that's the key really it's about the stories the insight and being able to provide valuable uh information and one of the um things that you know we're always trying to, to to work with our our clients on is around data now 
data, everyone sort of gets a bit scared of data. And, you know, we always assume software companies have loads of data, you know, they must have all this information. And they do, they've got a lot of information about various aspects of the industry that can tell a story. But the key is to find the, the bits of information that will translate to a story that's of interest to the press. And when you can find that sweet spot, you really can fly with your PR because you're, you're consistently providing valuable information to the marketplace. Fantastic stuff, Jessica. I really, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I love what you guys are doing over there at Boat PR. Uh, I have the privilege of working with you guys on a lot of projects. Um, and of course I couldn't, uh, recommend you more, uh, as a boat PR to anybody that's interested, uh, in looking into getting those messages out and getting them out in a way, uh, that, uh, kind of goes with this really beautiful flow that you guys have there. So if people want to know more about, uh, boat PR, uh, or want to reach out, how can they do so? Thank you, Christian. That's really quite kind of you to say, and we love partnering with 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 you as well. And um, if anyone wants to reach out to me, I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm always happy to have conversations. And then also you can check out our website, which is www.abode-pr.com. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Jessica, uh, for all the amazing insights. I think we could have probably gone on for another couple of hours. Uh, I think there's a lot of stuff that we can unpack there. So we'll have to revisit you for another episode down the road. Uh, so thanks for joining today. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you very much, Christian. My pleasure to be here. Cool. I think we'll wrap it up here for today. So to all our listeners, thank you for joining. We have another great episode planned for you. So watch this space. Remember to stay up to date with all our events by signing up to the I Meet Hotel mailing list and visiting us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Or hey, you can go old school. Email us at info at imeethotel.com. So today we talked, we questioned, we learned, and most importantly, we hope we gave you something to think about. Also, if there's anything you want us to cover in future episodes, we've got a podcast team that's eager to dive into some weird and interesting research topics. So get in touch with us and let us know if there's anything you want to know about hospitality. The I Meet Hotel podcast is a production from I Meet Hotel and Bidroom, the first subscription-based online travel community. Visit bidroom.com to learn more.